I'm not sure what this song means, but uh, joining us in studio with Carol, sitting in for Sandy and Steve, is Washington County Executive Josh Showman. So we've we've had Milwaukee, Washington. Who's yeah. next? Waukesha? Anybody what's who Farrow, wants to join what's in. What's doing today? Is he out and about? Anybody oh. who wants to join the party. All right. Well, the thing I love about local leaders is, as as the uh, county executive from Milwaukee said, and I've, I've said over and over again, you get, you know what, done. It. You can, you can feel it. 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 Yeah, you get it done. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so Washington County, so the, one of the big stories yesterday is, is a change for higher ed, which is not really a good thing. I'm, yeah. I'm curious about your, your take on the sort of the closure, sort of, of like in-person learning. Talk about it. Yeah, it's tough. Um, my statement was pretty pretty short yesterday. Uh, it was a pretty sad day in West Bend in Washington County. Closure of our uh, UW campus, uh, over 40 years, coming up on 50 years, and, uh, you know, never something you want to see. We, we tried to be proactive with the task force, uh, put together some kind of semblance of um, keeping higher education in Washington County, and it didn't work out, and, you know, Unfortunately, I saw this coming for the last five or six years, and it finally happened yesterday. So well, what's the future hold? I mean, what what do you do with that, that reality that it's not going to be in person? And, uh, you know, depending on whatever happens financially, you could, could, could see changes again. What do you do with that as a county executive? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we try to convene local leaders. Uh, so we have, we have some stuff out there on what they'd like to see. And, you know, Chancellor Mone is a great partner. He's been very transparent and, and cooperative and collaborative. Um, President Bearwald up at MPTC has as well. And I know they've had conversations I'm optimistic about what that looks like going forward. Um, but, you know, the education governor vetoed some money to make that happen, and money makes everything happen. So, uh, you know, it's going to make AmFam Field stick around for a while, it sounds like, hopefully. Right. Um, so, you know, we need some money to be able to do that and uh, and partners who are willing to collaborate. So my hope is the chancellor, president, uh, and the mayor of West Bend and I can stand together in the next month or two and say, Here's four or five tenants we're going to put together, and we're going to get something done to keep higher education in Washington County. You know, there are certain enrollment issues that are happening across the state with all kinds of different facilities. I don't know how you combat something like that. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, that's why we put our task force together 18 months ago uh, was, I don't think you can combat it. I think you've just got to react to it. I, I think there is an element of President uh, Rossman's commentary, that's that's true. The the market dynamics are changing in higher ed, and we have to we have to respond to those. Um, but I, I hate being reactive. I mean, I feel like government is always reacting rather than being proactive. And um, you know, it, that that was what was sad about the governor's veto. It, it isolated us, and now we're in the situation where we have to react. So in the short term, what are the implications for decisions like this to the workforce issues in your county? Well, first and foremost, it, it's hardest on the students. I mean, we've got students in those buildings as we speak. Um, and so our focus has got to start and end with them. Schools are built for students, not, not the other way around. Um, so, you know, we want to be, be working together as closely as we can with MPTC and, and UWM. And uh, I think that that's what... All we can do, and and I'm I'm optimistic that that's going to happen in the next several months. Go ahead, Washington County Executive Josh Showman joining us in studio. So one of the things that you and I have talked about for over the last few months is your anti 
Crime Plan B. Um, any updates on that? Any uh, new developments? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tonight, actually, we're um, uh, today. I'm signing a resolution to add a fourth uh, co-responder unit. Uh, those those teams where um, a law enforcement officer and a social worker are put together. That'll be our fourth. We got a we got a nice grant for that for the next few years, and. Um, you know, like everybody, we're seeing costs for personnel increasing. So some pretty substantial increases in pay for corrections officers, uh, dispatchers. We're working on consolidating dispatch with um, the city of Hartford and potentially now with the village of Germantown. That's um, a big issue for a lot of communities that are adjacent to each other. We're, we've seen some inroads made, the North Shore of Milwaukee, some of the, some of the uh, communities on the south side of Milwaukee. But that's something that all communities, counties... Large and small are going to have to think about that consolidation, that working together piece to lower those costs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stretch the taxpayer dollar farther, uh, for sure, and you know, become more efficient because there's just less people to pick from, right? I mean, so it doesn't help you if you got five dispatch centers when you really could just suffice with one and there's only so many people who are doing dispatching anymore, let alone everything else, probably radio work. (laughs) (laughs) What, uh, this is a very serious uh, subject, but address the lead issue that you're experiencing in in Washington County. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very similar to what we read about here in the city of Milwaukee. Um, And it's the age of the buildings and the houses. It it is. Um, People don't know this, but Kilbourne left the city of Milwaukee and came up and founded the city of West Bend. Right. Um, And at that time, you know, Shortly after that, of course, lead laterals were put in all over the place. Um, most of the downtown area in the city of West Bend, I think about 850 uh, units still have lead laterals. So it's very similar to the city at just city of Milwaukee. It's just a much smaller scale. Um, but the way that federal grants work now, um, our West Bend doesn't qualify for any of that. Um, you know, our all of those grants are based on equity and, and uh, we don't. We don't fit the bill. Okay. All right. So we've got a real challenge. And so for us, uh, I think this is something where I've, I've talked to the county board supervisor and said, county government's got to step up here. Um, we, can't, we can't have those situations just like people who live in the city of Milwaukee. I mean, sure. shouldn't ha- that shouldn't be something they have to think and worry about. And how do I come up with five, ten thousand $10,000 to replace a lead lateral? I mean, when we know the data all shows... Um, consuming lead is it's deadly mm-hmm. so it's a it's a super important issue okay this this issue is very close to my heart because my dad was a veteran of world war ii my husband's mm. vietnam era talk about what the things that you've got planned for veterans day because it's right around the corner yeah absolutely it is and thank you for their service and your service as a spouse and a daughter um, and I was a, I'm a veteran of Iraq uh, in 2003 oh, wow. as well. So Thank you. this is near and dear to my heart too. Um, but all kinds of stuff going on. But, um, the thing that I want to point out in Washington County, this is kind of exciting is we've been doing a, what we call a veteran memorial locator. Our veteran service office has been working with our, um, our mapping office, uh, geographic information system office. And they are mapping every gravestone for every single veteran in the county. Oh, wow. So that it's documented and uh, um, they're putting photos together of all of it, geolocating it. Um, And then we, of course, put a flag on the the gravestone of every vet 
uh, in the county and the all kinds of people from throughout the community come together to do that. There's tens of thousands of them throughout the county. I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands in this county here in Milwaukee. Um, but those 7,000 grave sites each get a marker and a flag, and we've put together a foundation or an endowment that actually funds that perpetually. So there will never be – I'm sure there will be a day where flags being put on gravestones is controversial – so there is a dedicated source of, re- of revenue for that in Washington County. I love that idea because you don't know this about me, but I'm a volunteer director of a very old cemetery in Oak Creek. And oh. knowing where those veterans' graves are, often the stones are hard to read or they're non-existent anymore. They've been either vandalized or taken away or broken, whatever. It actually revitalizes old cemeteries. And, and no one wants to drive by, I'm speaking from my position, no one wants to buy a cemetery that's not taken care of. So this effort on behalf of veterans actually improves the quality and the appearance of cemeteries that we all have in our communities, counties as well. It, it helps that story and helps maintain the history of a community. That's why I love what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's never forget in action, right? We we say it, we tweet it with hashtags, but this is this is doing it. But Washington. Do it. Do it. Just do it. I think that's what <laughs> Nike said. Washington County Executive Josh Showman. We'll take a break. Lots more to talk about. I got some big picture questions I want to ask you about because you're running for re-election. I am. All right. So we're going to ask you about that. Carol Kane, Steve on this Wednesday edition right here on WTMJ. Two more minutes with our guest, Washington County Executive Josh Showman. I had a coughing fit because he told a joke during the break. and I, <laughs> I was halfway through my gulp of water. I almost passed out. All right. So you announced you're running for re-election. I did. So... I'm always curious about decisions because I, I ran for re-election, and, and it's a big decision. It's a life-changing decision in many ways. So walk me through that process. Like, what are you looking forward to doing in your next term that you haven't done in this term? Well, we have a lot of things to finish, number one. We, we have a, a massive housing initiative. We call it Next Generation Housing, trying to give future generations the same opportunity at housing that previous generations had. That's number one. Two, um, I'm glad you asked about it earlier. The lead lateral thing to me is super, super important. And getting that initiative up and running, um, I I think will make a a generational difference in Washington County. Um, So I'm very optimistic about that. And we talked last month about fire and EMS. Um, Nobody seems to be able to crack this nut. Uh, The North Shore, um, very condensed area. They were able to do it years ago. But across the state, we're seeing it as a challenge. I want to create a solution and, of course, we started with the UWM uh, issue with them closing now. I, I, I just feel very strongly that I'm in a position, having been here long enough, know all the right people, we can get those things accomplished. And, you know, there's, there's a shelf life for these positions, I believe. I think you know that as mayor. Um, I, I know that exists, but I really want to get this stuff done before that shelf, that shelf life finally comes due. <laughs> <laughs> so... Talk about because this is a this is a huge problem across the board and across the nation. The mental health issue, mm-hmm. and we are seeing mental health issues going all the starting even with young children and going all the way up. What uh, what kind of help are you giving to people who are suffering from mental issues? Well, several different things. I mean, it's it's such a broad issue, yeah, and, and it and it ties to a cyclical issue of mental health becoming substance abuse, uh, and that oftentimes leading to things like homelessness. So it's a very, very broad issue. But a few things that we're really focused on. One, one of the initiatives I want to engage in in my next term is really studying uh, isolation and loneliness. Um, And what I mean by that is is, it's an issue that 
may start with some subtle mental health issues, uh, but then when you're alone, it just kind of metastasizes. You're uh, right, though. It's, whether it's, it's elderly yeah. or young people, and COVID really brought all of this stuff to the forefront. It made it so much harder and so much more difficult. So, um, I, you know, it's a very, very broad issue, but that, and I, I talked a little bit ago about those crisis response units, being more um, soft-gloved in how we deal with mental health issues that are also tied to substance use, whether it's, you know, heroin addiction or, or um, methamphetamines or whatever, I, you know, be, being more thoughtful uh, about doing those things. It, it, there's a lot more that goes to it, but I think right off the top of my head, those are two things that I that I'm really focused on trying okay. to okay. tackle. I always love when the uh, listeners have a direct question. This one's from Mark in West Bend. Is there a specific area of West Bend that has the lead that still has the lead laterals? Is it is it targeted to a neighborhood, couple couple streets? It, what is it? If if you dropped a pin dot in the in the center of downtown and drew probably a half a mile radius, um, most not all. 75% maybe of those properties um, have lead laterals or have have had lead laterals. Any idea how many households you're talking about? Or about businesses? 850 Oh, it's a large number. Units. Yeah, for, yeah, it's yeah. a big number. It's a very big number. All right, so what are you looking forward to in the uh, the next term? We talked a little bit about your ambition on, on some of the specifics, but from your personal sense, I know you got you have a lot of ambition. you got to enjoy your job. What are you looking forward to? Not the specific stuff, but the general sense from a local leader. This is gonna sound. This is gonna sound strange, but I love knocking doors. I really, really, I know. <laughs> and making calls, it's so weird. <laughs> but I, I really do because you. So I'll give you an example. Uh, I was knocking doors last this earlier this week. This woman who lived in um, Lake Geneva owned a eighty acre farm, if I remember right. No, twenty acre hobby farm. Um, husband passed away. Vietnam vet, fell down the stairs, broke his neck, um, passed away. She she can't handle the farm anymore, moves up to West Bend, and I knock on her door, and I'm the first person that we've has, she's had an extended conversation with for a while. She invites me in, we sit down for 30 minutes wow. and talk about her farm and her kids and her husband and her life and why she chose West Bend and... Um, you know, what churches she's thinking about and civic groups and how she can give back. Oh, yeah, you know, I haven't really thought of that. And it was just It's awesome. awesome. That's it the thing. Awesome. And because you know why that is so, so important? Because I've had some of my um, representatives knock on my door. It shows that you give a damn. It shows that you want to hear what they have to say. And it's so, it makes you feel like, wow, he really cares about me. He cares about this community. That's why that is extremely important. I think that's fantastic. She, she goes to me about halfway through, are you up for election in November? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not. I, I just do this. Yeah. Well, that's, that's weird. <laughs> good to you. I mean, that's that's really, we, we all talk about it as local leaders that we're going to know the people that we serve, because that's our job. But to, to actually go and do that, other than those those probably too often conversations where someone's mad about something to have a more pleasant conversation about where your community's going, what that person or the elected can do to fix whatever's happening. Those are great priceless conversations. And it gives you an opportunity to address misinformation. You know, what, well, what really happened with the UWM campus or what really happened with the County nursing home or what, what's really going on with this fire and EMS stuff. And um, no, it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's. I know it's strange, but I really enjoy it. 
He I don't is, think that's strange at all. No, it's, it's actually, that's one of the reasons Josh is here, county executive from Washington County, uh, Josh Showman. That's why he's here, because I respect a local leader that gets it, mm-hmm. and he gets it. Always great to see you. We'll do it again next month. Washington County Executive. Farrow, it's up to you to to take me up on my offer from Washington, where, where from at, Waukesha. Paul? Where are you at, Paul? <laughs> all right, we'll take a break here. Stephen Carroll, Carroll filling in for Sandy Max on WTMJ Now.